podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, I'm Sai, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of the Andy Campbell Football Show. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Ace Podcast Nation, of course, you're home to many great shows and series featuring top guests, expert analysts, and more. So please do give us a follow on social media, subscribe to the YouTube channel, click the bell for notifications. And of course, if you prefer your podcast in audio form, you can get uh, all the podcasts uh, that we produce, including any new content which is coming your way, new series and whatnot, and returning series, of course, which uh, can be made available at the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first sports podcast network. Find all our shows and series there. Just uh, check them out. Give them a f- give them a little follow. Tell them we sent you uh, at Sports Social on. That sports social official, I think, or the sports social on social media and uh, sport.social.co.uk website. Check it everywhere. And uh, very, very brief uh, Super Six update is pretty much the, it's the same from Monday because no one's uh, no one's done anything. But we're, of course, supporting two great charities, Maggie Centre, which is a cancer charity and Mind, which is a mental health charity. And uh, we're doing that by getting involved in a Super 6 Football Prediction League, which you can join, compete against many ex-Cardiff City players, as well as uh, myself and a whole group of other people. I think there's 90 people in uh, in total. And uh, we had, uh, I think the current leader is Gareth Price at the top of the table with 47 points. But there's still time to get involved. There's £540 in the prize pot, and we've also raised £800 for charity already. Uh, we just need to make sure me, myself and Andy don't forget to uh, enter our predictions. But, uh, yeah, still get involved. Contact Will Melush in the live chat, and uh, also there's a group in the links in the description below. And, uh, of course, as ever, a big thank you to Black Diamond Sports for all their support around the show and the channel. Black Diamond Sports is a global sports agency who represents sports stars from around the world. For more information, you can visit their social media pages and their website. The links are in the description below. Today's sponsor, 
as ever, very proud to say, Darren Ralston and Bespoke Financial, being the sponsor of uh, AC Footy Show and Andy Campbell Championship Show for a very long time. And uh, Darren is giving away a free will worth £140 with any new policy which is taken out. Please do check him out. Give him a call. Do not miss out on an incredible offer. Give him a ring. Tell him we sent you. And then if you take out any of their services, you get a £140 will with any new policy which is taken out. What is not to like about that deal? And, of course, they provide award-winning service. And we are proud to partner with such a top-class brand. But with no further ado, I am joined this evening by the new Middlesbrough women's football team manager, Mr Andy Campbell. How are you, sir? And congratulations. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. No, means a lot. Um, busy. Um, I'm just pleased to just be sat down for a little bit. Um, this week's been a bit of a bit of a whirlwind, to say the least. But uh, very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, look, it's been a it's been a, a whirlwind week. It's even for even for me, and it's nothing to do with me. Like just because obviously the news came out of the blue. I think we we were talking only probably two maybe three weeks ago and you were kind of saying you weren't really looking for a job within football in terms of like management and coaching and things like that I'm assuming but I'll ask the question I'm assuming there's only probably one maybe two clubs that could have tempted you out of that sort of thought process tell us how it came about and what made you take the job yeah, well, I, to be honest, I don't think there was two. I think there was probably only this one, which um, which was going to entice me into it. I think it was it was it's very different than what I've normally been involved in. Um, women's football was appealing um, for various reasons. Um, you know, what I mean, how, how big the game's getting um, in within the women's game with the World Cup coming around the corner as well. It's only going to only going to grow. It's only going to get bigger. Um, and 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 to be honest, my first. First contact was, was was Monday, Tuesday, and it was just it, since then it's just been silly. I had a a, a big decision to make, um, and it's just been yeah, it's it's, it's been uh, it's been a, a a tough time just just to make it to make the decision. But at the same time, it it was it was a no brainer because it's something that yes, because it, it came out of the blue, it was uh, it was an opportunity that couldn't turn down because of the of the of the size of the club, the opportunity for me personally, the opportunity for the club, and where. Um, where I want to get that club on the map as well, so I think it's um, it's win-win for everybody. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, somebody had to lose the job, uh, which is not nice. I've been there myself um, within football, and it's not a nice feeling um, for players and for the, the individual himself. But uh, but I'm sure they'll get back into football uh, as soon as possible. But for me personally, it's given me an opportunity to do something which, uh, which, like I said, I couldn't turn down. Um, Took training last night, thoroughly enjoyed it, loved being back in the grass, um, put my ideas into place and got the first game on Sunday against West Brom. And can't wait, I'll be honest, I can't wait. Um, I've got the, the, those butterflies again, the nerves, uh, the excitement. Uh, but yeah, it's all going to be very different, but uh, come Sunday, Saturday night, Sunday morning, it'll be, uh, I'll be looking forward to really excited. Yeah, and I think like you've been over the, the various shows we've done, over the last couple of years, like you've been clearly very passionate about women's football. You've uh, you've got a couple of female footballers as guests. Um, that's not something I don't think that I would have necessarily even thought about. I think that that kid that did. You know, I don't mind saying that came completely from you. And kind of you had uh, we've had a few really really good shows with those female footballers. Really interesting stuff. 
So the passion is clearly there for women's football. Like you said before, your daughter plays, um, you know, academy football and whatnot as well. So that passion for women's football plus the the natural pulling of your hometown team it must have been almost like a like a perfect like a match made in heaven, isn't it? It's like the perfect storm, I guess. Uh, listen, I think it, all of the things you just mentioned there just just went into a pot, and that I think it made it more of a decision that when I was starting, you know, that you know, I mean, my daughter plays football at a good level for Middlesbrough. Um, you know what I mean? I, I know the chairman, I know the club, I know some of the players. I've, I've, I've watched a lot of um, women's football and I've watched it grow. Um, I know how big it is, I know how big it can be, I know how big it probably should be. And, um, and yeah, just let's, let's see what see what happens, you know. it's um, Yeah, yeah. I know Don is asking the question there about the FA Cup. Yeah, we play in the FA Cup. Um, I know last year, I think they won a couple of rounds, they got beat by Sheffield United. So, listen, I want the club to be on the map. I want people to know um all about the club all about the area and you know what i mean it's about putting this club for me on the map where it can be you know what i mean i've got aspirations and dreams to um to have a good solid link with a with a men's team i believe it's, it's it's first and foremost one of those important things that they've got to, that, that that every women's team's heart should have like i've said all along with all the top sides so you know for me the middles was no different and um and i'd like that as soon as possible uh, i'd like all the people to turn up on sunday and support the girls not me i want to support the girls and, and show them um how important it is for them to have backing because uh, you know I mean, there's nothing better than playing in front of a crowd you know what i mean regardless of how small it is how big it is but I'd, I'd love people to turn up and show the support to back them because they deserve it you know what i mean what a good solid bunch of girls they are um women they are um and an opportunity for them to um just to enjoy their football and and, and play with no, no no pressure at the weekend and hopefully get a positive result so for those who don't know um in terms of uh, the Middlesbrough women's team is that directly linked to Middlesbrough because it does get a bit confusing. Some clubs are linked where the women's team is part of the the men's side. Some teams are completely separate. It does get a bit confusing. Is the Middlesbrough team linked to the main football or the men's football club? Um, we are in good conversations. We've had uh, we've had initial talks. Um, I'm hoping to uh, to progress those forward and and uh, and hope that I can use my link and my my network with the football club and um and get there you know because I, I, for me i think it's the only it's the only transition i think which um which is going to help you know what i mean i'm not i'm not saying the club's got to um dictate and help um and do everything what they do for for, for the men's team and for the first team but for me just having that direct link will help network and help push this club into the direction that, that i know the chairman wants and, and certainly i want as well yeah, 100%. And in terms of the players, um, so you've had a couple of training sessions now. Have you managed to at least, I'm assuming you were relatively familiar with some of them anyway because you follow women's football and I'm assuming you follow Middlesbrough, yeah, especially so. Um, in terms of the players and, and things like that, did you, so here's, rather than that question, I'm going to change it slightly. So when you knew you were getting the job, but before you did your first training session, did you have like, um, a team maybe in your head that you thought might be your starting lineup, and has that changed during the training sessions? I'm not asking you to like name the players and things like that, of course. Just but just from a point of view of what you had in your head, and then you've seen them train. Has maybe yeah. people stepped up and impressed you? Or um, obviously, I knew I knew the names. Um, putting faces to names has been probably the hardest thing. You know what I mean? Because um, seeing them. 
um, on a match day, sometimes on game day, is different to seeing them. Uh, sometimes in training, a little bit more relaxed. So it's it's nice to see them training. They've certainly impressed me in the last two sessions. I'm really excited for the weekend. Um, a few people who haven't been playing have certainly put themselves in the in the in the shop window to to to, to play the weekend um, or to at least be involved at the weekend if they haven't been before. And and listen, that's just this is just my opinion. If I can get a positive result of the weekend, I'll I'll be happy for the club and for and for the girls themselves. You know what I mean? And for um, it looks like I'm doing a good job, but it is what it is. Um, um, I'm looking to obviously strengthen the club, um, make us better, um, whichever way and means that is possible. But um, but obviously, I want to see what we've got first, and, and and I think the only fair way to do that is see that see obviously the girls in a game situation and, and a competitive game, and it doesn't get any more competitive than the um, than the West Bromwich Albion game at the weekend. So it's going to be a uh, and probably baptism of fire. It's going to be a competitive game, but one that I'm relishing, and I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping that, that everyone else is ready for it as well. And what about um, in terms of you? Like, obviously, as a manager now, will you change uh, anything about yourself? The way you conduct yourself, the way you speak to referees, or from the sideline, anything like that? Anything which you think you would perhaps do differently? To what you um, would if you were just watching as a fan? I think I've I think I've I've mellowed a little bit um over since 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 my last encounter with management. Um I think I've learned a hell of a lot about myself. Um I've obviously been through a lot personally um in that time as well, which has probably made me understand life a little bit better and the meaning of uh probably how much football probably means to me uh, as well. So uh, listen, I'm I'm fully ready and fully know exactly um how I need to do things and um and how I need to handle myself as well. I think it's uh, really important that that I do it right and I, and I take it as seriously as possible. Um and that's in order to get my to get my backroom staff the way that I want it shaped and, and everything. So it's um it's really important. Really important. And and, and just the, the comments alone, like obviously Craig Craig's had a wonderful managerial career. If I can if I can achieve a quarter as much as Mr. Harrison has, then um That'll be absolutely amazing because he's um he's, he's a phenomenal person but an unbelievable manager as well. But on, on that note, and I and Craig will still be watching by the way. I know he put it out on social media. Can I just say from everybody in the show and all the all the people are watching that I was sincere condolences because Craig lost his mum over the weekend. So um mm, Craig on tonight um, and and put a comment in. Fair play you made. Hundred percent condolences, Craig. Um, Andy as well, uh, the, the hard-hitting questions as always from us. Um, Rob Boyle wants to know, most importantly, are you a suit or a tracksuit manager? Oh, no, I'll, I'll always be, yeah, I'll always wear a tracksuit. I love wearing a pair of shorts. Uh, no, any excuse to get my legs out, to be fair. Um, get a bit of sun. Um, but no, listen, it, it, it's, it's, it's in accordance to the level where the, you know what I mean, what, you know what I mean? And, and, and I don't know what other managers and coaches do, but for me, um, I like to be comfortable. So I will be wearing shorts. Well, shorts and Um, and excuse my ignorance, mate. Um, but uh, what league do the Middlesbrough women's team play in? We're in the Northern Premier League, so it's it, it basically you've got the WSL, um, and then you've got the Championship, um, and then you've got our league. So we get promoted okay. out of this league. Um, I'm, I'm, when I'm not, when I'm, do you get promoted? Yeah, it won't be this year. I don't think with the um with how things have have, have progressed on so far this season. But I think the 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 vision is that we want to get out of this league. Listen, the vision yeah, is that the club wants to go as high as, high as I possibly can. And if I can play my role and play my part, then um, I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully I can I can bring some success, some success to the girls and to the football club because that's that's why I'm in that's why I took the position to 
to give something back and uh, and to achieve something. I think um, I speak for everyone who's watched these shows over the last couple of years up to now is that you've shown an incredible knowledge, not just of football generally, but just of, of tactics and insights, both from your own career, but as we watched football and we're going along and we talk about things, you'll pick up on things that I might not have seen and other people might not have seen. If you're able to implement that knowledge and that yeah. tactical know-how to the players, I've got absolutely no doubt that you'll get promoted, you'll go on and do a phenomenal job. No doubt. And I think, about listen, that. I, I think you you learn that from 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 your mistakes. I think, and I, and I think probably one of the other um, reasons, maybe, so that, that 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 I wanted to get involved is um, after I got my fingers burnt in my last job, um, I, I probably fell out of love a little bit with football, and then having an opportunity handed to me on a plate was something that I've got unfinished business now. You know what I mean? So for me, this is an opportunity to show that. Um, uh, I still can do what I did, what I said I, I could do and, uh, and and do it better than I did. You know what I mean? I let myself down potentially with certain aspects of what I did. So I think it's a chance to uh, to show people that I can I can still do it. Um, Andy, and as we what, what we all want to know is, is this the end of your over forties playing career? No, of course it's not. No, uh, I, I say I don't get I don't get to exercise as much as I probably need to or want to or, or have to. I think when you get over forty. Um, it's uh, it's more important than ever to keep healthy and stay fit. And um, unfortunately um, for my family, uh, I'm going to have to keep playing because uh, I love playing. Because I, 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 it's played a huge part, you know what I mean? And um, yes, there might be the odd time that I might not be able to um, with certain things. But no, I'm playing tomorrow. Uh, give me, give me, get, get, get me aggression out of my system, ready for Sunday. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Um... In terms of, what can I, how can I word it? I suppose in terms of uh, your backroom staff, I haven't had the call yet, so I'm still waiting for that, but I'm sure it'll come. It's probably just lost in the post. But is that something you were able to select yourself or was that kind of, is this sort of something that is there already or like did you get... No, listen, I've been, I've, been, I've, been very lucky. I've been very lucky. The chairman's given me a... Um, a blank canvas to do basically what I want, um, and that's with my backroom staff. That's um, with the team, um, bringing people in and, and 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 whatnot. But yeah, I've got a I've got a, a, a blank canvas. I've got an opportunity to bring the right people in, um, or personal assistant manager coaches in, and and that's going to take time because what I didn't want to do is is go down the route of of bringing somebody in who I was um, friends with, and and it looked from an outsider that it wasn't the right person to bring in. I want someone who knows the um, the environment, who knows the system, who knows the league, who knows the players. Um, and, and I believe that right person will be just around the corner somewhere. Spot on, mate. I like it. I like it. Um, obviously, the comments are full of uh, full of people wishing you luck and, and whatnot. Um, look, I would urge you to go back through the comments at the end of the show because they're yeah. There's a lot of people watching and commenting and stuff, and and have a look. There's too many for me to even keep track of, let alone put up on the screen and stuff like that. Of course, um, one of the main questions which we've, which I've had about a million times from various people in messages you've had, I know, and uh, people are asking it now, is what's what's going to happen with the show. So, 
I'll pass that over to you to start with, and uh, you can yeah, kind of uh, go from there. This was this was probably the hardest conversation um, I think that uh, that I had to have um, over this this past week. Um, there were some very easy conversations, um, and one difficult conversation in particular with you on Tuesday night. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, there's 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 opportunities which come across your table which you can't turn down. And uh, like I say. This was an opportunity for me to do things. It's taken up a lot of my time. So I think the only fair thing to do was to obviously give you a call and, and just explain that um, taking a back seat for a while um, and just seeing how things progress for me personally, trying to fit things into to my days, nights, weeks, months, um, I think was the only right thing to do. And obviously I'm going to step away for um, a short while, um, give you and your next venture um, and your channel the utmost respect and respect what it deserves and, and give you an opportunity to, to progress through yourself. And I think that was the only fair thing to do. But like I said, it was the hardest decision. I had conversations with, with my dad about it, with Sophie about it, with, uh, with, with other people on social media about it. And it was, it was, um, that was the hardest bit. Um, it was, it was really difficult, a difficult decision to come, come to terms with, because it's not just that, um, it's not doing it. They're doing it. It's the easy bits. I love doing it. It's, reading the comments doing things with you um it's just it's, it's been amazing um but as i will tell you in a second doing a podcast is not just turning up on a monday night and a friday night and just um speaking for an hour an hour and a half and just winging it the amount of hours what going watching um um organizing sorting out getting guests um watching games researching it it's it's, it's hard hard work um, so, so glad that um, I'm still going to be a part of the channel moving forward. But yeah, just going to have to just take a, a, a backseat for a little bit to see how things progress for me personally. So, when you um, when you phoned me, it was like um, you get like a, a wave of emotions. First thing, I was so chuffed for you because I knew automatically I knew how much it would mean to you, the job and and everything which goes with it. And then, as I was saying congratulations, it kind of dawned on me then slowly that, oh, that, you might not be able to do this anymore. And then, well, you know, we had a discussion, which we don't need to go into the ins and outs of at the moment. But, like, basically, I knew that you wouldn't want to leave me kind of hanging, waiting to see if you were going to be able to do this and that and whatnot. I knew also that, you want to do the podcast, but you've got a full-time job. You're going to be the Middlesbrough women's manager. And what, as just from my point of view, this is obviously like what I didn't want to be a case of is like the podcast or wondering what you wanted to do with the podcast, be add into the, any stress or all the different things and make it more difficult for you. So I devised a plan, as you know, which I will kind of share with the viewers. And what I wanted to be able to do was to be able to, like, basically give you time to settle into doing whatever you're doing, doing your Middlesbrough job, doing your full-time job, see how your schedule works out and how much time things take and get used to get your feet under the day table, isn't it? And get used to all that sort of stuff. But then also not feel like this door was closed and you couldn't just say, oh, actually, 
I can do this if I if you if you were able to. You, I wanted you to be able to just literally go. Do you know what? I'm settled in. I like it. I, I think I can do it. I, you know, there's no reason why I couldn't do it. Great. So we devised, or I devised a plan, which was um, from next Wednesday, there will be a new show, um, which is going to be a, a series of five to six weeks, which is uh, Rodri Giggs on football, which is going to be myself and Rodri talking uh, football on a Wednesday evening. Um, we've still got to devise some of the ins and outs of that, but that's not what's important at the moment. So there will be a, a football show, show going forward. And then after six weeks, myself and Andy and uh, Rodri, I nearly said Ryan then, uh, Rodri, we'll have, a, we'll have a chat and we'll see where we are and what, what's what. Most important thing for me was you, basically. And I wanted to give you every opportunity to be able to do everything which you want to do and you're able to do and that was really important to me so it is what it is if in like six weeks or five weeks or whatever it was you're not able to do it that's not a problem if you're able to do it and fantastic we get series three Woo! great yeah but i just wanted to give you i don't know what you would call it support whatever i don't know I just wanted to do whatever I could to make things easier for you. And, of course, bring in Rodri for five weeks, six weeks to do a, a different series. That's not, you know, that's no, uh, that's no, uh, that's no booby prize by any means because Rodri's phenomenal, as people know, from the Euros. He's so fant uh, he's fantastic talking football, stuff like that. He's a lovely guy. Um, and I get on well with him, which is great. So we will readdress and, of course, we'll keep the people informed and stuff like that. But I think um, most importantly, mate, I don't want to kind of get sidetracked with that new show at the moment. More information will follow. It's going to be on Wednesdays because Rodri can't do a Monday. Um, there's a possibility that it might be a Friday, but it's probably going to be a Wednesday. I wanted to, We did want to keep it the same days, but stuff is just what it is isn't it um and i hope everyone will join us for those shows as well like they do every monday and friday um yeah, but what i want to do now mate is um once you you can say uh anything you want to add to what i've just said we'll throw to some questions if people want to ask andy any questions about his job the show whatever if they want to ask me anything anything like that it's all it's all good we'll we're a free and open forum and then we're going to finish off with uh some football news and as we as we would normally do but um yeah anything you want to add to that mate well listen i, th I think um that was probably one thing what uh did make it a little bit easier for me um the conversation we had obviously after the tuesday um and obviously you came with an idea on the on the wednesday i think it was and then obviously the wednesday things progressed a thursday was um more of a positive conversation and and it it just it was a, a relief for me um because it just it just took the pressure off a little bit it just meant that i could um I could just focus more on, on what I was going to do and, and, and just feel as though that, that not that I, I, I let, let people down because I, I think this show has been amazing for everybody, amazing for my own mental health, amazing for my knowledge, amazing for for, for, for talking with you, our friendship, um, the links that we've made with people um, professionally, um, individually. Um, so I think it's uh, it's been great and, uh, and, and I have not regretted one show. We've had some amazing shows. Um, 
I'm sure at the end we'll probably talk um, or question might be who's which is the best one. So probably need, need to probably get me thinking cap on because we've had we just had so many amazing amazing things what have happened and and looking at the screen now and seeing um, how it looks now to how it looked. Um, I remember the first show that we did or the first Zoom conversation me and you did it was just. If anybody gets an opportunity, go on, uh, go on Instagram and have a look for the first one. So I put it on on the story, which is always on um, in the archive stories, and it's just it's it's ridiculous how it looks to 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 write this in this current day. It's amazing. So it just just shows the progress what's what's being made. It's amazing. Hundred percent, mate. Um, I just want to uh, address a couple of comments quickly. Um, so I should be very clear: Wednesday is penciled in. It's not one hundred percent. There is a because obviously normally. Super Kev Unscripted, which is doing really well at the moment. Um, and we've actually got a guest coming on there uh, very soon. Anyone who saw social media will know where that is. Um, but that's doing really well. There's a possibility that Rodri, the show with Rodri might be on Friday. And the Super Kev Unscripted will be the Wednesday slot. Because I know sometimes Wednesday is a bit easier than Friday for Kev. But... We will work out the logistics, but they'll basically, yes, yes, Reese, in some form, he will be on. Um, Wednesday and Friday will be the kind of new days going forward. Plus, of course, we've got other series. I'm going to start recording my story, Series 3 and stuff like that. Um, the championship show is going to be on hiatus at the moment, unless something were to pop up where I could carry it on with someone who I felt was suitable to replace Andy for a while, um, then that's the only way that's going to come back at the moment, unfortunately. But, that, you know, look, the, the championship show was an add-on show because that's how we started, and wasn't it? It was talking championship. And, yeah, and okay. then, and then of course, it developed into this machine of incredible guests. Yeah. And lockdown, I think, lock, lockdown, was, um, lockdown was quite kind to us, to be honest. So... In terms of podcasts, yeah, and I think there's a few. There is a few options. Um, I haven't closed the door completely on the championship, but what I wanted to do first and foremost, I wanted to get, uh, I wanted to get a show with Rodri in and sort of ready, and then I will address anything else now. But like I say, I don't want to talk about that too much, but I will answer questions if people have got questions, of course. Um, yeah, Rai has just said that the championship show with viewers popping in would be quite interested. It, that is something I've thought about, but it, I think it's, it can be difficult to navigate um, because obviously you haven't got control over what people say. And the last thing I want to do is have my YouTube channel deleted after working so hard because someone comes on, tries to be funny, says something ridiculous and... It's out of my hands completely. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I, it's all. It's all. Uh, it's all up in the um, in terms of the, the championship show. But um, I mean, the thing is, and as well, like we we were very very lucky because we started off. It was like just a, a fun thing we did together. We were, um, we developed like this friendship, and we just enjoyed talking about the championship. And like you say, lockdown came, championship stopped. And it was like, right, do we stop? Because we were just starting to get momentum in terms of live viewers and, and people getting involved. And it was really starting to gather a bit of steam. So we didn't want to go on a break. 
because we didn't want to lose the momentum of people yeah. tuning in each week. So it was, and we, I think we'd not long gone live either on the Monday. So we said, well, we know a few people between the two of us. Let's get some people on. So I think we had Kev and we had Stuart Downing and people loved it. And then it was like, right, okay, now we've got to start. And I think that's the other thing people forget and is how difficult it can be to get guests and tie them down. Um, like, for instance, I won't name the person, but I was put in touch with a relatively big uh, name, a legend of Cardiff City, if you will, um, a couple of weeks back. Uh, that per that person said yes, he'd come on, and I haven't been able to get a response since. And look, I'm not criticising the person because they're all very busy. They, you know, they got careers and media and all these different things. Of course, I'm not criticising that person. Just pointing out that it's incredibly difficult. Footballers are a, a rare breed. And me and you have this conversation, and we've even had a couple of not arguments, but kind of back and forth about it, haven't we? Because like I've yeah. been, for instance, I've been so lucky that I've got quite a few contacts within the British MMA scene. So I've had these wicked MMA guests and boxing guests on that show. And then, of course, when we when I signed the contract with the Sports Social, some other avenues opened up for to get some people from America and, and abroad. And like these are some of the biggest names in the sport which I've obviously released in over this last week and the next week, these interviews, which I would never have been able to get before. Mm. And I had said to you, well, maybe they'll be able to help us out with football guests. And you were like, yeah. it, won't, it won't happen because footballers are just different. But they, they, they are a different breed, listen. And, and, and I think when it comes to live shows as well, it, it's, it, it makes it even more complex and you've got to have a... You've got to have a different character to to be open and honest about having 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 chats about about various things and obviously the the viewers our our usual viewers um who ask some um fun and energetic questions to to every one of the any one of the guests who we've had i mean put yourself in there and their shoes that they're answering these questions they don't know what's going to come because we don't know what's going to come you know what i mean so for for, for the, the amount of people that we've had on the show you know what i mean fair play to them because there's been a lot who, who've said no there's been a lot who've who've said that um, they like being paid, which we've never, since we've done this, we've never once paid anybody. Refused um, a few. Be between us. So, you know what I mean? That's credit to us that we didn't need to because we knew how successful and, and, and how, much, how much effort and time that we put in. I think it was just uh, really important that we, uh, that, we, that we put that across as well. Yeah, I mean, and people have asked for money, mate, haven't they? Um, not just for this show. I've had people ask me for money for... 15 minute interviews as well is uh look i get it it's they want to they want to be paid for their time i guess but it's always we don't pay for guests we and i think we've benefited by that because we the people who come on want to come on and when someone wants to do something you find that they're a lot more open and honest and and chatty about various things um so yeah it's um it's exciting, mate. I'm so excited for you. Like genuinely, so so excited for you. I am. Um, I'm just, of course. Like I, I, I've never lied on here. I've always been honest, probably to a fault soon, uh, sometimes. But look, in that vein, I said to you, um, what was it? Probably four weeks ago. I said, don't book any guests after David Weeter. Yeah. Because my health is bad. I don't know where it's going. 
and I don't want to book anyone in who, and then I have to pull the plug because I don't want to mess people around and let them down and stuff like that. So this could this could have been a very very different show. This could have been a show saying I'm stepping away for a bit because my health is so bad, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So let's be happy that this is a show saying you're stepping away for a bit because you've got this incredible opportunity to manage your hometown club in a, uh, in women's football that you're so passionate about. And yeah, no. we're all thrilled for you, mate. That's, what, that's the way I'm trying to look at it. Doesn't mean that I haven't nearly cried a few times yeah. over the last 36 minutes. And that's and that's the pleasing thing for me, and you know, what I mean, to see all the comments and to and to and just to, to be on here and do this the right way, um, I think it's the most important thing for me. You know, it's it's the it's the it's the it's the reason why I set it up. We set it up to um, um, to show to help other people. Um, I think we've done that and more, um, and helped ourselves along the way as well. So it's been uh, it's been a blast. It's been a blast. Not it's not goodbye. What did they say? It's not goodbye. It's just farewell, isn't it? Is that what, is that what so long. Not goodbye. It's just so long. Right. Second of all, third thing, three things, four things. I'm gonna. I've just made a decision in the last thirty seconds. Probably shouldn't say this. I should probably discuss it with my my wife first. Um, there will be a football show on a Monday. There will be a show on a Wednesday, and there will be a show on a Friday. What I can. Um, the Wednesday show will be like every other week, though. I should say as well. What I cannot tell you is what those shows will be they will not be the same format as what like the monday show is now that's mine and andy's baby the andy Campbell football show if it doesn't come back anytime soon will stay in the vault until andy wants to or is able to come back and if he can't because he's england manager then it will stay in the vault and be fondly remembered as the best podcast the world has ever seen. Um, it might be that the championship shows on a Monday with someone else. It might be that the Roger Giggs show is on a Friday and the Kev show is it like every other week, whatever. I will sort it out and I will put out in the next couple of days. Again, I don't. I didn't want to talk about too much about what, like what the channel's going to be because I wanted to put the focus on you, but people are asking, so it's difficult. Um, Donna Perry says you'll be Wales manager. Um, the the Wales woman manager, she's from she's from Middlesbrough as well. Yeah, never know, mate. Never know, mate. Um, and look, lastly, a few people, like a million million people, have been asking about the live show. Just probably on hold for the time being. Um, we will see, and we'll, you know, we'll see how it pans out. A few of you know that I had some plans, but I, like I say, I want. Andy to be able to do everything he needs to do. And I wouldn't have a live show if Andy couldn't be there. Because that to me is not like it's I could do, of course, I could do an Ace Podcast Nation live show, but that's not what it's about. It's about the people who've been there alongside me and my partners building stuff up. So if Andy, Kevin, Danny were not going to be there, I wouldn't do it. Simple as that. So and I'm not saying that it's not happening just because Andy's stepping away. There's a few other things, as I just mentioned, my health and, you know, whatever else. Um, but I do believe that one day you could be uh, England manager. I said that to you the other day. I know you're fully focused on the the job at hand. 
but you can't I know I saw in the Euros how passionate an Englishman you are is like uh is that the dream like long term like the kid in you and I'm not saying like you're looking beyond your station I just mean as a kid when you were in these like academies and Middlesbrough Academy and stuff your dream would have been to play for Middlesbrough play for England you're oh, retired yeah. now if you can't play for England under four, over 40s then yeah is, is uh, listen, the England, man, England manager Listen, it might, my, you know, what I mean, I think, uh, I think my main priority is obviously that the, the job we've got in hand is going to be a tough job. Um, everyone knows how, how passionate I am about the area, hence why it was a no-brainer for me to get this job. Um, whatever's after that, if there is anything after that, then for me it's a bonus because that means I've done a, I've done a decent job. But for me, this is the first, the, the first port of call is is Sunday, and um, um, and my priority is getting a, getting a positive result because that means it gets gets the girls off to a a positive start for the season because it hasn't been great so far. No. Um, right, last couple of questions for Andy. If you've got any questions for Andy um, and they're not, you can ask me questions as well. I'm not going to answer any more questions about like the channel going forward or shows. That's going to come. I, I, I've said what I'm going to say about that. Um, any questions for me or Andy now? You've probably got about five minutes and then we're going to talk. We've got to try and scratch around for a football story to talk about. don't know what we're going to talk about. Um uh, Kate Charles says, "Will you be continue to teach?" Yeah, listen, my job's only part time, so I'm uh, I'm still working in my same school. Uh, so, um, see how uh, I just, just I love my job with it with with the kids as well. So it's it's um, as they my my life's evolved very very differently from when I when I played professionally. Uh, but I say this this is a, just an added on opportunity which makes which makes my point as in how busy I'm going to be even more so. You know, so I've got to obviously put the um give the family some some nights as well because i'm going to be really course, busy i'm yeah. still playing football as well so it's um yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm running myself pretty thin um yeah. so it's uh, yeah it's going to be it's going to be difficult and sometimes think some things certain things have to give and that's uh, basically the reason behind the decision uh, andy dave smith says um what do you think the difference is from men's to women's football is um, without stating the obvious, obviously money um, and backing from obviously um, financial backing, which obviously is is a hindrance, as in for, for women to, to start um, and to get the get the backing. Um, but as I say, I've only had two training sessions. Obviously, watched a lot of women's football. Um, technically, they're absolutely fantastic, um, really strong. Um, so I'm hoping if I can help that and help with certain other aspects of it. Um, but I think there's, there's there's more similarities than what people probably know and believe. Um, and I think it's only from, from being an insider now that I see, I see how professional the girls are in training. I see yeah. how determined they are turning up. Um, there was two training sessions, two training sessions already this week, a game on Sunday, turning up, um, working really hard, um, giving back, having a laugh, having a giggle, um, but still putting the, the leg work in and the miles in and um, and yeah, just shows how professional they are. Indeed, mate. Um, Donna said, what time do you play on a Sunday? Because uh, she'd like to keep an eye on the scores. Is there any way to, um, do they do like live streaming of the games on YouTube or anything like that? Um, I, don't think there's any, I don't think there's any streaming of the game, um, but obviously I know, um, obviously Graham, um, I'm not sure if he's still doing that. Um, he might come back on, he might be watching. Um, doing the social media feeds, so obviously the social media is very good. It keeps everybody up to speed on, on what's going on, so 
um, people will be able to keep an eye on it. I know it's, it's a similar league to Cardiff City, well, Cardiff City yeah. and obviously North and South, so, um, so if, there's a, if there's a possibility to get a game or we'll dream an FA Cup game against Cardiff City, that'd be amazing. That'd be, it'd be amazing. What you need, mate, is like a, someone with a YouTube channel who could like stream it for you and stuff, really. Unfortunately, yeah. you live too far away from me. Um, what we were, someone said you should do what we could we do a behind the scenes borough women's team like would they do the next Netflix series. Um, what I could say is that would be interesting. Um, well, I've got a I'm gonna, I mean, I am coming to borough in the next month or two, uh, for a little weekend away. Um, what I will do is I will take my camera and my microphone and, um, with the manager's permission, maybe we could sort something out with some some interviews and some stuff. Because I'd like to think we could sort something out and get a bit of shine a bit of a light on Middlesbrough and women's football. But also we can catch up with Andy Campbell while he's on hiatus as well, which would be quite nice. And of course, look, the other thing as well is um I do many, many series. I'm always thinking of different series. And if I do a series, one of the first phone calls I'll make in terms of getting a guest on is probably Andy Campbell to see if he'll do it. So you might see him pop up here and there anyway. Um, yeah. Reese says, how do you like your teams to set up? Andy, are you 4-4-2, zonal marking, high press, counter? How are you going to set up or how? what are your tactics? Um, uh, I'm not going to give that away because um, obviously mm. you don't know, don't know who's watching in terms of um, people okay. around certain areas, but I'm, I'm very flexible in terms of in terms of what I expect, I think you know. What I mean, I think if you if you're quite rigid about about one certain thing, you're expecting people to to be one dimension, one dimensional. And I don't think I think the girls are too good for that. I think the girls have got a little bit of versatility, versatility in them. Um, I think they're good enough to play various formations, tactics, ways of playing. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to doing uh, various um, things over the next uh, few weeks. Um, Dan from Borough says, do you think we need to get Middlesbrough women playing in Middlesbrough instead of Billingham? Um, listen, I think um, I think they're playing at a good, um, in a good place. I think obviously the, the, the pitch is really nice, the setup's really nice at Billingham. Um, so I think it's uh, I think it's, I think the, it's good for now. Um, I think obviously there's there's plans in place. It'd be nice to get them obviously back in there in a home environment and a closer environment, but it, it is what it is. I think, it, you know what I mean? It's the chairman's got a, got a tough job on his hands to, um, to keep everybody happy and everybody, but he's got his own aspirations. He's got his own dreams. And, and if, I bought into that. if, um, if the, the, the kind of the men's and the women's come together, as you, you said, you're hoping that you can help progress. Like, do you think there would be a possibility in a, maybe a year or two to be able to play games at the Riverside if they were able to come together officially? Well, Peter Newton asked the question there, didn't he? Just, just above, he said, um, do you think the men will join the women's, uh, middle women soon? Um, I believe the link will be made um, very quickly. Um, I can imagine Steve Gibson would want that as well. He seems like that sort of guy. That well, he would I'm, want I'm, I'm hoping so, and I'm hoping, and I'm hoping with the excitement, well, what, what's being had this week with the announcement. I think, um, I hope that, that they've been excited as well with the, um, with all the news and with all the, with all the people getting involved. So for me, listen, I'd love to stand at the Riverside and watch, watch, watch the girls play there. Um, if that was just for one game, I think it'd be really important for the club, really important for, for everybody concerned. And, and I'd absolutely love it. It'd be a dream come true for me personally. So it'd be, yeah, it'd be, it'd probably be bigger for me than it would be for the girls because I'd, just yeah. be, I'd be, I'd be in, I'd be in dreamland. And I'd be there watching 
for that first game, 100%. Um, a couple of people have asked, so I'll combine the questions. Um, Donna said, do you buy and sell the players? Craig said, is there a transfer, women in, uh, transfer window in women's football? Um, it obviously depends if people are on contract or non-contract in the, the way that the way that football can work, if people aren't on full contracts, um, you've got to do something called seven days. So you put a, you put an offer into to a player or to a club, and um, and that um, that club has seven days basically to come back with a decision that you can talk to the player. Uh, after seven days, you can talk to the player, and then it's down to the player. If they say no, then you can't go and um, and talk to the player again. So it's it's a it's a difficult one um, in terms of contracts. Different, you know, you've then got to get permission by the club, and and then money's got to exchange hands and things. So it's it's a, it's a it's a complex and a difficult situation. It's the same as the same as men, predominantly. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, Claire, oh, there's a Claire Baker, and I'm loving all these new viewers. Uh, welcome to all of them. Uh, Claire Baker says, "Will you be getting involved with Teesside RT Teesside RTC?" Well, obviously, the the, the, the chairman's fully involved. Um, so, listen, any support or any help that I can give. I, I, I go above and beyond everything I do. You know what I mean? I, I've, I've, I've bought into this massively. So anything I can support with the progression and the improvements for the club, um, then obviously I'm doing it. I can officially say that you do go above and beyond um, anything. Maybe Ace Podcast Nation's sponsor, Middlesbrough Women's Football Team. Yeah, interesting idea. See, there we go. Uh, it's because someone uh, Holgate that said, "Is there any decent sponsorship in the women's fo- uh, in women's football?" Well, obviously WSL now the games on Sky, so um, people will see a lot more of um, of the top end of women's football. So I think you'll see a lot um, of expansive quality football within the women's games. So I think that will show everybody how high a standard it is week in week out um, on the biggest stage. So for me, I think that'll be really good. Um, I think if people can get down to games, if that's your local game, if that's um, obviously every, anybody in the Middlesbrough area come to watch on Sunday against uh, West Brom, two o'clock kick off at Billingham Town, it'd be great to get you there. I said three pound to get in, it's nothing. Kids are kids are free, so you know what I mean. In the next generation stuff for me, it's a, it's a no-brainer. And um, and if you do come, come and say hello to me. Yes, yes, indeed. Right. Um, so let's finish as we built the show, my friend. So um, before we uh, before we were the AC Footy Show, we were the Andy Campbell Championship Show, first and foremost. Yep. That was our first name. And um, oh, I'm going to just quickly throw to this question from uh, Riverside. He said, did you approach them or did they approach you? Sorry if this has been answered a bit late to the pod. No, no. Listen, um, I got approached by the chairman. The chairman rang me. Um, uh, very late on Monday, um, and then again on Tuesday, uh, and then again on Tuesday, and then again on Tuesday, and then again on Tuesday. So it was a, uh, um, I, I knew, I knew how keen he was. He knew how keen I was from an initial conversation. So it was, um, it was all done very quickly. I was, I was so keen. Um, but yeah, no, it was all. I, I was approached, and and I'm really pleased that, that we've all come to the decision for, for me to be in charge. Yeah, and then. Um... So as I was saying, the show started off me and you talking championship football. It evolved and changed, and you know it, it just changed generally. And then we went live, and things started to pick up real momentum. Then and then lockdown happened. We changed the AC Footy Show, the guests. Then we did a Friday show and extended more because things were going so well. 
and they still are. And I think the other thing to say, mate, just before we go into the football stories, is um, obviously we've got multiple, we had multiple things planned in terms of spin-offs and live shows and things like this. That doesn't mean, or this doesn't mean that they will never happen. It just means that they're on the back burner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you know, as I'm sure you're a test, we had plans galore, mate, didn't we? It's, uh, it's one yeah. of because things were going well, so we were we were always looking to improve. We were always looking to make things better, whether it was the aesthetic of how the show looked or having an intro, you know, video clip and sponsors and whatever it may be. Um, yes, Danny Barton Fight Show is still on on a Sunday, Donna. Never fear, Danny. You'll still be there for you to get your your weekly dose of batten. Um, he's uh, he's funny, Danny. Is right. So, um, mate, I yeah, thought it'd be nice if we finished off with um, just talking football, mate. Having a bit of a Barney, talk a bit of football. Um, I've got two, maybe three stories that I want to talk to you. You know where I'm going to start because it's bloody obvious. But, but um, yesterday, I had about a million texts and things going, oh, you're going to be gutted. Cristiano Ronaldo's going to Man City. And I was like, no, he's not. He won't. And I knew it. And then I said to you earlier, this is just my opinion. Cristiano Ronaldo wanted out of Juventus. Real Madrid can't afford his wages again. And I think he wanted to come and finish his career in the Premier League. Man United, in the last two seasons, have moved away from signing like those kind of big name superstars like your Falcaos and your Zlatans and and your Di Marias and that they've moved away from that. So yeah. I believe that they initially said it's not really right for what we're building because on paper and it's probably not. So the next thing you know, he's on the brink of signing for Manchester City. That this morning then there was a few little posts by some reliable people. Oh, Man United have come in. Fergie's phoned him. Rio Ferdinand's phoned him. Rio Ferdinand said a very funny, uh, he put a very funny video up earlier. He said he phoned him uh, and basically said, Cristiano, tell me it's not true. Tell me it's not true. Uh, and they had a little conversation. Cristiano Ronaldo has gone back to Manchester United, in my opinion. And by the way, Cristiano Ronaldo signed for Manchester United for 12.8 million plus add-ons, the add-ons, the guaranteed add-ons take it to 20 over the next year or so. They, the amount of money that they've spent on Heaton, Sancho, Varane, uh, and Ronaldo is less than what Arsenal have spent on Ben White and um, Ramsdale and I think someone else as well. Who has got the better deal? Do you believe my theory that Ronaldo baited Manchester United into signing him because he wanted out of Italy? And is it a good signing for Manchester United? Um, first and foremost, I think it's 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 a signing of the season. I think it's it's, a, it's amazing. It's an opportunity for, for United to become title contenders overnight. Um, I agree there with Riverside. Um, I don't believe the, the transfer field he paid. Um, I believe the whole deal, including wages, standing on fees, everything will be paid for and more with his name and his shirt sales alone. So, you know what I mean? It's not a deal. It's the same as Messi deal. Those kind of deals, it, it, they're investment. Investment because they know they're going to get him back. It's not It's not a risk. 
the risk and reward. The reward, they know they're going to get the money back. They know they're potentially going to win more games because he's going to score goals. He's going to get them trophies. So for me, it's it's no risk whatsoever. Um, it does give them a, a huge um, improvement on the squad. Uh, I think that for me, they were a centre forward away from, from competing. Now they're not. Now they've got it exactly for me. So I think they've got a, a centre forward stroke attacking midfielder stroke, someone who can score with set pieces and he's, he's so good in the air and, and, and the wingers and the delivery that United have got, uh, for me, puts them onto another level. Um, I think it'll, I think it's probably, it can potentially going to be a bad thing for, for other teams. Um, and I said to you off air that I believe uh, Man City will go and sign someone big now. If that's Harry Kane, if that's, that's somebody else, I believe now they'll go and get somebody. I don't think he was ever going to Man City. I don't believe he's ever spoke to Man City. I just think it was a, a bit of a I think he spoke to him, but I think that I, I do believe that Pep didn't want him. I think it was the owner, yeah. and I think that's the first sign that Pep is in the latter stages of his Manchester City career because they've got that team, haven't they, of the backs Barcelona people who do the transfers. And I yeah. do believe that Ronaldo going to Man City was purely the owner and a bit of a what's the word? Like a like an ego thing. Like if he could get Ronaldo, but it it it, it gives them the bragging rights. Whereas for me, they've always yeah, had the they would have put a sign up the, like they did with Ted. Yeah, 100% yeah they've, they've, they've had the bragging rights on the on the pitch. So for me, they don't need the bragging rights off the pitch as long as they can do it on the pitch. Where for me at the minute, and I think that's going to give United a, a little bit of a stepping stone with with the other players at the time. By the way, because I don't think Ronaldo alone would um, would have won them. Um, yeah. any silverware but when they've got um, Varane and you've got Sancho for me the missing piece was always going to be a centre forward if that was a late bid for Harry Kane then fabulous but you know, for me they've gone one better so it's it's uh, um, it's, it's true business by uh, by United um, absolutely fantastic and people question um, the backroom at United they question the, 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 the Glazers they question the owners they question the because CEOs Solskjaer. can Solskjaer sign big name players yeah. how, how on earth boys? How on earth can they question anything what the club does now when they make a statement like this is beyond me? Yeah, I think um, it's a weird one, mate, isn't it, really? Like, how, how, over the last, particularly with United, over the last 10 years, how you've never seen a move a transfer that quickly. They take months and months to do transfers, United do. And like Wood, Wood was notorious for missing out on people because he took so long. And then Woodward's gone, and this Johnny guy, uh, Johnny Murta, I think his name is, has come in. He signed Ronaldo in twenty four hours, mate. Like, well, the thing is, though, I, I think I think it's easy when you've got a relationship with a club um, and an affiliation. I think it's easy when Fergie gets involved as well. You know what I mean? It, it, exactly. You don't know who's who started the initial conversation. If Alex Ferguson rings up Cristiano Ronaldo, um, he, he gets a deal done straight away, and just there's no going back then. So, um. I had a quick chat with someone earlier who is very reliable when it comes to Man United stuff. Obviously, you you, you know who I speak to. Um, and uh, he was told that this this is basically in place because they want Haaland next summer. They know they're only going to get 18 months, probably two years out of Ronaldo, even though he's unbelievable. Haaland and a central defensive midfielder the one person who's probably not is going to suffer now is Trippier. Um, they're under the impression that Kieran Trippier probably won't be signed now, whereas he was going to be at the end of the window. 
but this has probably taken that away, which I feel really sorry for Kieran Trippier because he's bought a house in Manchester because he wants to get his family back up north and stuff like that. He's a Man United fan. It was all in place. And Ronaldo has kind of popped up, probably not planned, and may have cost him a move. Um, it's um, it's one of those things, mate. Isn't it? Um, so the next you story, can't do you can't you can't do anything about that. It it, it, it oh, is a shame, yeah. but the club have gone. The club the club can't down can't turn down an opportunity which, which costs a pass like this. Not a chance. So you look at that United squad now, right? With Ronaldo, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. If they don't sign anyone else this summer, which I'm not entirely convinced they won't, I still think they'll sign a sort of defensive midfielder. Um, can that side win the league now? Um, I think they'll be yeah, I think they can. I think they'll be more competitive. I think for me, it, it puts them it puts them in line with with the Chelseas of this world because if anybody watched Chelsea against Arsenal the weekend, you see how difference how how much of a difference Lukaku made to their team. He got hold of the ball. He made things happen. He um, and for me, Ronaldo can do that as well. You know, what I mean, there's the yeah. missing link. I, I did. I thought Chelsea were miles away. I'll be honest. So, I, I, I thought I thought they were miles away. But that with, with, with putting Lukaku. In that position, he was brilliant. And obviously, Cavani, there's been rumours that Cavani might go now to the Boca Juniors now rather than next summer. Um, John Byron says, no, they won't win the league. Tell me why, John. I'm really interested in people's opinions on that. Because Next question. And how many goals do you think Ronaldo scores in the Premier League in 2021? Um, I think, listen, I think he's going to be under a lot of pressure. Um, I think the league's a lot more difficult than it was the last time he was here. Um, I think defences have got a lot, uh, a lot better. I think teams have got a lot better. Um, I think, I think he'd probably be happy with twenty plus. You know what I mean? And, and that's probably low on his standards. Um, but for me, yeah, I think he'd be happy with that. Uh, and if he got twenty plus, it's more than United have been getting anyway. So that's well, added mate, on. Extra. If he gets, if he gets twenty plus, Sancho, uh, Rashford. Rashford normally gets 15 to 20. Sancho gets numerous assists. You've got Fernandez scores a lot of goals. They've got a lot of goals in their team. Um, be interesting what happens with Martial. Um, just very quickly going back to Harry Kane, because there is another story which I want to ask you about. I believe Man City will panic now because Man City need a striker. They need an out-and-out striker. Ronaldo would have footed that bill, plus you have all the extras which would have come with it. In my opinion... They will go and throw 180 million, 200 million at Tottenham and say, Probably. We want Harry Kane because money doesn't matter to them. Their owners have got so much money that they can do that. Um, so it'll be interesting. I think Tottenham, by the way, I think Tottenham completely stitched up Harry Kane. I thought making him put a statement out the way they did and, and the way he put it out, I thought that they not only stitched him up, I thought they hung him out to dry. And for a player who's, um, given so much to Tottenham Hotspurs and conducted himself so well up until recently, so we should, should we say, I thought it was absolutely I, disgraceful. And um, I, I feel, I feel for Harry Kane. Yeah, I, feel, I feel for Harry Kane in terms of um, if Man City come up with a, with a big enough bid, he's going to go. And with him, with him just coming out with a comment that he's not going to leave, I think it'll, it'll make him look even more stupid than... And he's probably made himself look by not going to training and things. It's just been handled really badly. And with this move, this isn't no one's fault, by the way. It's not Spurs' fault. It's not Harry Kane's fault. It's not Man City's fault. But Man City need a player now. They're desperate. And who's the player who's available? Probably Harry Kane. 
you know what I mean at the right price and probably yeah. and, and at the right price is probably over and above beyond what he's worth unfortunately for uh, Man City fans but I think for Spurs they'll get everything what they need and more but then they'll be left jaws potentially of a very good centre forward so Indeed. Um, so the other story I wanted to talk to you about is uh, Kiefer Moore, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, they've been lurking around Kiefer Moore with uh, not very good bids. I think one of them was eight million for Kiefer Moore. Cardiff are never going to sell for that much. However, if you take yourself back to the Euros, I said when um, Cardiff signed Collins that I believed that Kiefer Moore was probably going to be sold at the last minute because. Yeah. If he gets sold at the last minute, the fans, yes, they can be up in uproar and they can moan and they can think, but the window's shut, so the club can kind of fall back on that. Whereas if he go, if he had been sold at the start of the summer and they didn't replace him, there's a lot of time in that window where the fans can kind of, and the newspapers and the media can put pressure on. Um, so that's why I think, and I do believe that if if Wolves up their bid to 12 to 15 million that Cardiff City will sell him. That's an interesting one. Sorry, just to add to that, so I'll add this to because that's really interesting to me. Uh, Matthew just said 10 million plus Ryan Giles in exchange for Kiefer Moore. Would so everything which I just said plus that as a suggestion, would you take that? Um, I'd probably, I'd probably still expect more money. I, I, I think, uh, I think we're not giving probably enough credit. Ryan, to, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say probably fit closer to 15 because for me, you're on about transfer values and the transfer window, you always get a little bit more anyway. So, um, for, I look at the bigger picture. Is he going to play if he goes to Wolves? No. You know what I mean? For the, for the players that they've got and the way that the way that they play straight away. So, you know what I mean? I think it's a, it's a difficult one. I, you know what I mean? Normally clubs will have a plan in place if, if they get rid of a player to bring somebody in straight away. So, I hope Cardiff have got that plan in place, but it's going to be a very, very late plan in place if it is a plan. Um, so, um, I know clubs like to leave their business to the last minute, but it's very risky business because it can affect your whole season, um, unfortunately. Yes, indeedy. Um, okay, so we are at the end of the show. It feels like the end of an era, but we don't know that yet. We'll see. We'll see how things pan out and go and whatnot. Well, I first and foremost, what I want to say is uh, I want to say thank you so much to everybody who supported the Andy Campbell Football Show and the Championship Show. Um, and hopefully we will see you again in this format very soon. But we'll see. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say, Andy, is not only has it been a pleasure, mate, it's been an absolute honour. And uh, it's been one of the fa my favourite periods of my life. Oh, thanks for listening, Ty. It's been uh, it's been amazing. When you first asked me to do it, it was uh, it was absolutely fantastic. A great opportunity to have some fun uh, with someone who we got on really well, and and someone who we just we we just clicked straight away. Um, as the uh, one of me, one of me, one of my best mates. Now it's just it's great, and and I think these kind of things which you um, which you get um, and you get to know someone inside out. You know the families, and, and and for me, this has been the best part. Um, and yeah. This is this isn't the end. So let's um, yeah, let's leave on a high. You know, what I mean, the show's amazing. It's got some other great shows. So just everyone, just keep supporting, um, and uh, and yeah, keep on track what's going on with me because I, I say I'll be very visible on um, social media and things as well. So just uh, keep an eye out. Indeed, 
and like I said to Andy, go back and have a look at the comments. There's some amazing comments on Facebook and YouTube, mate. Um, <clears throat> Sunday, Danny Batten fight show, eight o'clock. We have title contender Luke Shaw, uh, Luke Shaw, Luke Shanks joining us. Um, I can confirm that the Rodrigue Gig show will be on Fridays. Um, anything else will be confirmed in the next couple of days. I'll let you know. Um, but I'm hoping that the championship show is uh, going to be on a Monday now. But um, that depends on, it might just be me on my own. It might be me and someone. We'll see how we go, see what I feel like, see how I'm feeling. Because at the moment, I don't want to think about doing football shows with anyone but Andy. And uh, that's making it blow. Andy Andy Campbell, congratulations. New Middlesbrough, women manager. All love, my friend. Take it easy, people. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Network.